0: Hey everyone, you're locked into Nobody's Perfect, a place to learn from everyone else's mistakes so you don't have to make those same ones. Others' missteps are often the best teacher, from executives to job seekers and everyone in between. For LocalJobNetwork.com Radio, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Today we'll center our conversation on loyalty, or the perceived lack thereof, that happens in the workplace. And it really is a two-way street between employees and employers. Calling in from Indianapolis to give us a professional perspective, it's Chris Wollard, an individual who focuses his skills primarily on employee loyalty consulting and is considered the employee loyalty expert by his company, Walker Information. Chris, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for
1: having me on today.
0: Now, if you could maybe briefly describe a, a little bit your experience working with employment issues, particularly loyalty, and uh, what your company also does overall.
1: Yeah, let me start with the company. Uh, what we focus on is providing consulting strategies on both employee loyalty and customer loyalty, so what that means is that uh, we conduct uh, surveys, do research to understand the perceptions of employees and customers, but then we go beyond the survey and provide consulting uh, in terms of what those numbers mean and uh, use it to drive success in the organization. And then my role specifically here at Walker is I head up our employee loyalty practice, well, which means I do anything from business development uh, to program design to then uh, consulting on the back end with our clients. And our clients range from small manufacturing companies of 100 employees to global companies with
0: 20,000 employees and everything in between. Okay, great. Clearly, that's why we reached out to you in this area. And you know, loyalty is kind of an interesting thought, an interesting subject, I guess. And we all might have variations of what we think about loyalty. As far as from your point of view, your experiences, how do you define loyalty, especially as it pertains to the workplace?
1: Yeah, I like to think of loyalty as a measure of an employee's heart and feet. And what I mean by that is when we talk about loyalty, what we mean is that we're trying to measure the employee's emotional connection to the organization. Okay, They don't feel like they're stuck or that they have to be there, but they truly want to be part of the organization. That's the heart aspect of loyalty. The feet comes from, we look at a behavioral component, which we use employees' likelihood to stay for the next two years. Right. So that's the feet component or the behavioral component. Um, so the heart is that emotional aspect, the behavior, the feet is that likely to stay for the next two years. So that's how we look at loyalty.
0: Do you think then over the years, that's a definition that's changed? Um, you
1: know, we actually looked into um, redoing our loyalty model several years ago, And what we found is that it still was very applicable. Now, what you hear a lot today is the word employee engagement. Mm -hmm. But in the research that I've seen and I've done, and I both looked at both the academic as well as the industry literature, I've not seen a huge difference in the terms loyalty or engagement. I know there's variations in how companies measure it and how they talk about it. But at the end of the day, I've not seen dramatic differences between those two words, nor have I seen a real dramatic change in what loyalty is over the past you know, two decades or so that our company's been working in employee loyalty.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I, th- I think it's a little—it's interesting you bring that up because a lot of people you talk to, there's that term that thought that you know loyalty is dead or it's definitely diminished in some way. Do you see that in terms of the amount of loyalty maybe that's given one way or the other or, or is that not really how you view things?
1: We actually have been seeing that it's really been declining the past couple of years, which is disappointing. Um, we had seen a nice trend with uh, employee loyalty increasing, but over the past several years, we really have seen a decline. And actually, it's, it's been pretty low the past year or so from a national perspective, which is disappointing, but not surprising given what's going on with the economy. Right. I think a lot of companies are really losing focus on things like employee loyalty they're just trying to survive. Okay. So it, it's not entirely surprising, but still disappointing.
0: So, I mean, obviously you mentioned the, the economy as being a factor, and I, I'd imagine that is a major one, but are there other things that play a role in terms of this diminished idea of loyalty?
1: Well, yeah, I think there's a lot of companies out there today that talk about loyalty, talk about employees being their most important asset, but then they don't really follow through with Mm. that. Um, You know, It's a lot of lip service, but when you look at their policies, when you look at really how they treat their employees, they really aren't their most important asset. And so I think what right now you can have this perfect storm where you have some companies who really don't focus on it as much as they should combined with the poor economy. So I think it's making employees very frustrated because they're being asked to take on more work, more responsibility with oftentimes no additional pay, no additional promotions. And so I think we're kind of in this, like I said, this perfect storm here where you have a lot of very, very frustrated employees right now.
0: And we'll definitely touch on some of that part of it too, in terms of employees, employers and their role in all of this. But I guess in the grand scheme of things Based on people you've talked to, things you've looked into... How big of an issue is loyalty in the grand scheme of things when you're talking about employment? I mean, especially compared to those ideas of engagement, which seems to be uh, also a big factor nowadays.
1: Yeah, I think it's huge. And I think it's unfortunate that a lot of companies are kind of missing the boat on how big employee loyalty is to the overall success of the organization. Mm -hmm. Because from our research, what we have found is that if an employee is loyal, they tend to exhibit very positive behaviors, things like go above and beyond in their job. Be highly motivated. Help out coworkers with heavy workloads. Execute the company's strategy. Go beyond for customers. All things you want to see in your employees. And as I said, when an employee is loyal, they're more likely to exhibit those behaviors. Mm. And then we've done additional studies that have found when employee loyalty is high, it directly impacts customer loyalty. And it also impacts the customer's likelihood to resist offers from the competition. So it kind of insulates the customers, which then that ultimately leads to financial success for the company. Um, and we've demonstrated that if customer loyalty is high, that there's gonna be a financial return to the organization, and that customer loyalty is directly impacted by employee loyalty. So it does have a huge impact on the ultimate success of the organization. But as I said, I think a lot of organizations kind of forget that first step of employee loyalty and oftentimes will jump just to the customer side of the
0: equation. Mm -hmm. Now, I like that you bring that up, the idea of correlating it with the customers and, and their loyalty as well. Could you maybe elaborate a little bit on how that exactly works in terms of, you know, you have these employees that if they're loyal, they're there for a long period of time and how that does affect a customer loyalty as well.
1: One of the things that correlates strongly with employee loyalty is turnover. So obviously the employee that's there for a long time has experience They can develop relationship with customers. You know, you always get frustrated when you're the customer and every time you call in, you're dealing with a different account rep. And that account rep is changing constantly. It's very frustrating for the customer. Mm -hmm. So one is that the employee is going to stay, but as I said, it also impacts their behavior. So not only is that customer – they develop that relationship with the same person, but that employee is going above and beyond for that customer. They're exhibiting a lot of other behaviors that the customer is looking for in that relationship. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's really where we see that impact is, is ultimately in those employee behaviors that then directly impact the
0: customer perceptions. And that the idea of behaviors on the employee side is a nice segue into one of the questions I had in terms of this idea of loyalty and maybe how it is diminished and it's gone down, what role have the employees play in terms of their behavior or their mindset? And, you know, I threw out things like the idea of money, work-life balance, maybe this finding your passion where you don't just stick it out at a company. I guess, where does their role come into play here?
1: Yeah. I think that's a great question because when we talk about employee loyalty, Too often, it's all about the company, and it's their responsibility to engender loyalty, and it's always their problem. (laughs) And the employee's role in this, I think, is completely missed oftentimes. Right. Um, And so I like this question because employees do have a role in this. They can't just passively sit back and expect the organization is going to meet all of their needs, and then all of a sudden they're going to be loyal. So I think what the employees need to be doing… One of the biggest things I see with employees is just the negative attitude. Mm-hmm. Senior leaders don't understand us. They're so disconnected. They don't know what they're doing. Well, I'm sorry. I've dealt with some senior <laughs> leaders who don't know what they're doing, but a lot of them are incredibly sharp people, <laughs> and they do have a pretty good idea of what they're trying to do. Now, maybe the problem is a disconnect in the communication, mm-hmm. and so I think the employees can, um, you know, tone down the rhetoric a little bit about you know the negativity with the organization. I think the other role that they have is they have some responsibility in their career, and this is what I also see as a big problem, is they don't take responsibility for their career. And what I mean by that is they don't talk to their supervisor about you know goals and objectives, where they want to go, what kind of training and development they're looking for, mm-hmm. and have those open and honest conversations with their supervisor. Now, I know sometimes they don't feel like they can have those conversations with their supervisor because there's just not a good relationship there. But I think far too often the employees just sit back and say, well, know, well, I should be promoted, but they never talk about what they want to be promoted to or where they ultimately want to go in the organization, mm-hmm. and they need to take responsibility for their career and where they want to go. And then drive that and they use that as their motivation rather than just sitting back and hoping the organization is just going to move them up throughout the organization.
0: And I think all those points are fair. and I mean, and most people I'm sure listening would – even as an employee would probably understand, yeah, that, that is a big factor. Another thing people like to bring up is the generational gaps. Uh, and Mm -hmm. maybe perceptions and, and uh, work ethic. You want to bring up all that kind of stuff, but you know, you talk about Gen X, Gen Y, that sort of thing. Is there a component to that where loyalty is skewed a little bit in their mind?
1: Well, you know, what's interesting is I've looked at the differences in loyalty by generation. And now I think what loyalty means changes a little bit. I mean, right. With baby boomers, it was more of a womb to tomb mentality. You know, you got a job, <laughs> you worked there for 40 years, you retired from there and everyone, you know, that's what, that's what was expected.
0: Right.
1: Now it's expected, okay, I'm going to work for a couple of years and I'm going to job hop for a while and find what I want. So I think loyalty has changed a little bit in terms of what it means. What I found though, and this is what I've been most interested about when I've studied this is I don't see huge differences in loyalty by generation. Hmm. What I will see is what we do when we measure loyalty, we can segment into different groups, truly loyal are people who really love you. And the most negative (sighs) group is what we call high risk. Okay. What I tend to see though is the baby boomers, they tend to be either loyal or what we'd call trapped, meaning that they aren't really thrilled, but they're going to stick around. The younger people tend to be loyal Or they tend to be high risk. So they're very dichotomous. So if they like the job, they're going to be all out and they're going to go for it and exhibit those positive behaviors. However, if they don't, they have no problem leaving tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So that's what I see as the difference. And I hear lots of times that the younger generation, they aren't loyal, all those things. I have seen that they can and will be loyal if they get what they're looking for, things like career development, recognition, things like that. But they just have no problem walking out the door if they don't get that. What I've also seen is what those different groups want in their job is strikingly similar. Hmm. You know, At the end of the day, employees are employees they want recognition. They want to be developed for the long term. You know, they want those types of, of uh, you know, nice benefits, work-life balance. So I don't see a huge difference in what they look for in the job. It's just one group is ten, tends to just leave if they don't get it, whereas the other one is a little bit more likely to just stick around and stick it out.
0: And I think that's something that, you know, maybe people misconstrue a little bit in terms of loyalty, because they think of that, well, you, you know, you committed to this company, you stick it out, maybe things aren't exactly how you want it to go, but that's what you do. Kind of the flip side, where does job security relate to the idea of loyalty? Because a lot of people would argue, hey, if I could be at a company and know I'm going to be there 40 years, I'd have no problem with that at all. I'd be completely loyal to them. But the thought is I could lose my job at any moment, especially with the economy and all that sort of thing. Where does that job security fall into place in terms of loyalty?
1: It certainly falls into place. If the employee doesn't feel like that they're going to have a job in the next six months, 12 months, whatever it might be, they're going to be more likely to leave. Or if they don't feel like they have an opportunity to move up in the organization or they don't have a job for them, you know, up the career ladder, they're going to be more likely to leave the organization. So it certainly comes into play, um, especially lately, you know, with the economy and everything that's been going on, it's mm-hmm. become more and more in play than what we've seen in the past.
0: You know, just a little bit more with the employee side of things. You talked about a lot of this negative attitude, maybe, and, and rhetoric, so to speak, what are some examples you could give in you know with the exception of leaving the company in a way that a, an employee who doesn't have that sense of loyalty but is still at that you know whatever company they've been working with what other impacts do they have or what are examples of things that could negatively impact themselves or the, the rest of the organization?
1: What we generally see with those employees, we would call these employees trapped. Mm-hmm. These are employees who aren't all that loyal, but they're going to stick around. Right. And oftentimes what we see with them is they do the minimum. So let's say they're <laughs> in customer service and their phone rings at 459. Well, they're not going to answer it. Ah. Um, whereas someone who's loyal, they're going to stick around. They're going to answer that phone Called, they're going to you know see what the the problem is and try mm-hmm. to resolve the situation. They also tend to just be more negative. We sometimes will call them the cancer in the organization mm-hmm. because they're the ones who, you know, start the rumors or spread the rumors or who are sitting by the water cooler, you know, talking ne- negatively about the senior leader or their boss or their colleague or things like that. Mm-hmm. So it we see it in their behavior. So they don't exhibit those real positive behaviors like going above and beyond and recommending and things like that. But then you see it some Kind of in their attitude, Uh, you know, just how they speak about the company, how they speak to others, and you know, kind of just bring everything down in the organization. Kind of just bring down the the tone of the organization.
0: So it sounds like, in that way, as an employer, ideally, really, that person wouldn't be a part of the company anymore. Would that be fair to say?
1: Yeah, I have a lot of my clients that when we work with them, their goal is to drive the trapped percentage of employees down. Now. We can't come out and say, well, John Smith is trapped, and so they can go fire them. <laughs> but you can look for certain behaviors, and it's it's pretty rare where I work with a client, and I start describing what a trapped employee is, and all, they almost always start nodding their head, mm-hmm. saying, okay yep, I've got a couple idea who some of these people probably are already mm-hmm. because of the attitude that you generally see. And you see it in the performance reviews. They're the ones who are getting you know, dinged for the bad attitude and negativity and things like that. So it's pretty rare where I start talking about trapped employees and an HR person has no idea what I'm talking about and has no one in the organization they can think of. Mm-hmm. Usually they've got a pretty good idea who those people are. There's going to be some silent ones you can't always pick out, but usually they've got a pretty good idea who some of the trapped people are. And yeah, they do try to, as some of my clients Call it graduate them from the company.
0: <laughs> nice, I like that. So let's let's move it a little bit to the employer side then, because as we said from the top, and you know, it is a two way street, and a lot of times employers get more of the uh, negative attitude towards this idea of loyalty. But I guess what aspects in general in terms of an employer's thought process or behaviors has created, you know, maybe a more of a lack of loyalty from their end as well.
1: There's been a couple of things I think um, organizations have done. One is a lot of the just layoffs, downsizing, things like that. Now, obviously those have to be done right. and, and there's usually good business reasons, but that doesn't help the employees. And specifically, you know, obviously the ones who were downsized are not happy, but the ones who stay, are become very, very insecure about their job. Like we had mm. talked about the whole job security issue. Mm-hmm. you know, They start to be, feel very uncomfortable at work. Okay, am I going to be the next one to go? Is this the last round of layoffs or is there more? So that's really hurt. I think what also has hurt is, and this is something I talked about at the very beginning, is you hear a lot of senior leaders talking about, well, employees are our most important asset. Employees are so important to us. But then they don't actually carry that through in terms of the policies and how they execute the company, the strategy of the company and business practices. And so then there's that disconnect and that lack of walking the talk, which really creates a lot of animosity amongst the employees because on one side, they hear the talk but then they don't see it. And so then that really creates a big divide between the employees and really impacts
0: employee loyalty. So with that and also the idea of layoffs, and I mean, I completely agree that thought of insecurity in my next. How much of this is just a lot of miscommunication or misunderstanding where if an employer really laid things out for everyone to see and there was more interaction, do you think that would solve some of these issues or at least maybe limit the damage of perceived lack of loyalty?
1: Yeah, I think... And being transparent helps a lot. Mm-hmm. I know one of the things that we do at Walker that I really like is once a quarter we get an update on all of our financials. We know exactly where we stand financially. So then I'm not crying and whining that I'm not getting a particular you know conference that I want to go to for training, or I'm not getting a promotion um, because I know where we stand financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is a lot of transparency there. But what I see that this happened with a couple of clients in the past year. When the senior leaders are up there saying, "Wow, wow, we're making so much money, we're profitable, even in this downtime, we're we're doing really well," but then they aren't doing things like providing bonuses, they aren't handing out, you know, aren't providing training and development opportunities, um, they aren't giving recognition because they say there's no money. So that really does create a a problem. Hmm. Now, that's not the entire problem with loyalty. There are other things like what we see a lot with uh, employees is they really want to have a future in the organization. This is. One of the biggest things I see in almost every company that I've worked with is this whole area around employee development and yep. future in the organization.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, that is probably the bigger problem, but that does tie back into some of this transparency and knowing where the company's going, um, you know, knowing how well the company's doing. Obviously, if the company's not doing well, you're not going to be mo- moving up. <laughs> so, there is a tie there. But yeah, I wish want to bring that up that employees or companies really need to focus on this area of training and development because it is one of the biggest reasons why people will leave a company. It's one of the biggest drivers of how loyal somebody is to the company.
0: With this whole idea of loyalty and, and maybe the perception of the employers, you know, I'm I'm a big sports fan and people always talk about there's no more loyalty there either, but you know, it, it's just a business, that kind of thing. And I think a lot of people do understand that, but you want that mm-hmm. sense of loyalty. Does that relate to the, the general business world as well, where employees are more informed and they just understand, look, it is a, in the end, it is a business. And if they need to cut me, they need to cut me. How does that play into a, a factor in, in terms of just being more informed? Because 40 years ago, you couldn't go online and, and find all this stuff and have all these people just giving you all this info and advice.
1: It, it absolutely impacts it. I think what, what impacts a lot is they think the grass is greener, right? Because they hear about these stories of, oh, this person worked at this company and they get, you know, six weeks vacation mm-hmm. and they get all these bonuses and they see it online or they hear the news stories. Um, so you know, I, you know, I think that does impact it definitely. You know, but at the end of the day, like you said, it's still a business and I think employees need to understand that too. That okay, I can't get promoted and I can't get a bonus if the company's not doing well. Mm-hmm. And you know, and sometimes people do get let go. And it is a business. It's nothing personal. But it's easy for us to say when we're not the one being let go. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, the person who's let go, it, it, it is personal to them, and it still does impact them. But I, I think you're right. I think a lot of people do try to understand, okay, this is a business, but a lot of people invest a lot of time into these companies. Um, you know, even some of the you know call lower-level line employees, they're investing a lot of time into these companies. Mm-hmm. So while, yeah, it is a business – it's part of their life too.
0: So we obviously touched on a lot of areas where the the problems arise, some of the issues, the mentality. What steps then can an employee take to maybe prove their loyalty on one side and also just develop these thoughts and behaviors that that does encourage loyalty from both themselves and also the employer? What can an employee do on this aspect?
1: Well, I I think that's where um, some of the things I had talked about a little bit earlier where they need to be open and honest um, about what they want to do. Uh, and, and let me give you an example where uh, I work with a company It's a utility, and they have some employees that they uh, you know, just go around and fix the, the telephone poles and fix the, um, the wiring, things like that. Mm-hmm. Just not a lot of opportunity for them. But you know when they come out and say, I, I do want to try to develop, I do want to grow, that what they try to do is they try to get them involved in the community. So that's a great way where the company is thinking outside the box a little bit to say, okay, there's just not a lot of room for these employees. There's only so many positions, only so many ways we can move these employees up. But we see what they're wanting in their job, so we're going to give them some community involvement. So that's where just having that open and honest communication where the employees are saying, this is what I'm looking for, this is what I'm trying to do, and then the company is, is open enough to actually do that. So I think hmm. that's huge is just – having those open conversations. I think the other thing is just be kind of patient. I think I just find employees sometimes can be so critical <laughs> of everything the organization is doing.
0: Right?
1: You know, They can say, we're going to make this wall red and the employee, walk, well, it should be blue. <laughs> you know, and, you know, and it's kind of one of those things. So I think sometimes just be kind of patient
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the organization and really try to understand where the senior leaders are coming from, that they are trying to make good decisions for the organization. Most of them are. <laughs> I recognize there's some that aren't. Yeah, we are, we
0: are speaking in generalities. I think hopefully everybody acknowledges that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, like I said, I think employees could stand sometimes to be just a little bit more patient and understanding with the organizations.
0: And of course, on the flip side, you know, you talked a little bit about things, especially the idea of em- employers saying one thing in terms of loyalty and, and doing another. But I guess what are some examples of, of things that an employer can do to, to really Demonstrate. There's a loyalty here. We're working together. Uh, you know, and you talk about being transparent. Obviously, as being a big thing. But maybe do you have any other examples of of even little things that could be done, whether it be a daily, a weekly kind of thing?
1: You know, one of the things. Obviously, we're in the survey business, so you naturally think I'm going to say this, but doing a survey is a great way to show to the employees that you care enough about them to spend the money to collect their feedback, get their thoughts. And then what's most important is you actually do something with it. So that's a great way, though, you can demonstrate to the employees that, look, we do care about you, and we care enough that we're going to invest the time and money to collect your thoughts, and in turn, we're then going to act upon that. So that's a great way to show it. Other great ways are just providing training and development opportunities. Mm -hmm. I mean we touched about that. Uh, Recognition is huge with employees, so having recognition programs um and that can be you know monetary things it could be other things what we actually find is a lot of employees don't necessarily want money they want other things like time you know some sort of personal gift where you actually took the time to get to know me and so you're giving me something that you know really resonates with who i am mm-hmm. those things really mean a lot as well so that really matters to the employees is getting that recognition for a job well done
0: And i think those are all extremely good points and and a lot of things you say completely fit in with the other people in the business world we've talked with in terms of, of those ideas of moving up or development. And you earlier talked about engagement. So it obviously all kind of correlates. The last thing I just want to ask, if you are with a client um, or you're working with an individual even in, in some aspect, I guess what do you focus on first initially if, if there seems to be some sort of concern with loyalty? What's that kind of big piece of the puzzle that you would at least start with or, or point to that's, a, that's really important?
1: What we look at is, you know, when we do the survey, because recognize that's what we do is right. if we do these surveys. So when I do a survey, you know, obviously I'm, I'm looking at are there loyalty issues? But so that's the big piece of the puzzle is, well, how loyal are the employees? Mm. And then the second thing we want to look at is, well, what's driving it? Um, so we want to go beyond just how well are you doing, but what specific aspects of the job are driving that loyalty? And so that's to me is the key piece of the puzzle is, is beyond just how well are you doing. But what aspects of the job matter most to the employees? Hmm. And that's what you want to look at because let me give you a perfect example. Oftentimes when a, a survey is done, you know we're going to ask about uh, corporate communications, and we almost always see communication is low. And so if you just looked at that, you'd think, oh, wow, we really need to improve our communication because it's very low, but employees don't care about corporate communication. They really don't. Right. So that's why when you say a piece of the puzzle, I think the piece of the puzzle that oftentimes get missed with a lot of companies is they don't realize what are employees really looking for in their job, what really is going to motivate them, and then focus on those things rather than just what are employees complaining about. Because what they're complaining about is oftentimes different than what they are really looking for and what's really going to motivate them in their job. Oftentimes they complain about pay and communication. At the end of the day, those two things don't matter as much as like development and recognition and being treated fairly. So that piece of the puzzle is what do employees really want and then focus on those things.
0: I think that's an excellent example, and you summed it up really nicely there for uh, for our listeners. Unfortunately, that is going to do it for us here on Nobody's Perfect. Again, our expert guest has been Chris Woolard, loyalty expert for Walker Information, and uh, we definitely appreciate your knowledge and analysis in this area. Chris, where can uh, people find more about your work and, and also learn about your company?
1: Yeah, they just go to walkerinfo.com. and find more information there. And uh, I've got a blog as well. I'll talk a lot about employee loyalty issues and what's going on out in the marketplace that you can find at uh, blog.walkerinfo.com.
0: Great. Well, it was definitely great having you on. We appreciate the time. Thank you
1: very much for the time. Appreciate it.
0: And of course, all you listeners, be sure to keep checking in to localjobnetwork.com radio to pick up some more valuable insights. If you have any comments or suggestions, email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. I'm Tim Yuma. Remember, nobody's perfect, so please watch your step.